This is HPR episode 2523 entitled, Run Linux on a Windows Box. It is hosted by JWP and is about 13 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is HP Streambook with Windows 10. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Good day. My name is JWP, and uh, I'm going to do a Hacker Public Radio uh, thing about uh, my HP uh, stream book uh, and its, its utter failure with Linux and uh, having to go get a Windows uh, 10 license and how that felt and what that was about. And then uh, I want to talk about uh, the Microsoft Store. And installing Debian uh, on the Microsoft Store. So um, a couple of years ago, uh, in a pawn shop in Corpus Christi, I found a uh, HP Streambook that was given the blue screen of death, and uh, I knew exactly what it was. The 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 person that had the box before uh, pawned it, didn't come back for it, and it it didn't have a power supply or anything like that. And so I think I got it for like. Uh, 90 bucks because it was it was broke and uh and then i put men on it and it worked for a very long time with men on it with no problem at all and then uh i upgraded and i could never get the windows driver to work i tried four or five different distributions i tried going to the real tech uh, uh get thing and and recompiling the module every time and you know eventually it just got to be such a pain in the butt that uh, it wasn't a pleasure to use the thing anymore, and I was using a an a Ethernet cable dongle uh, a lot. And so I said, "Well, let's think about this. What it was, what it is it that I need this thing for, and what it basically is is that it connects other things and it plays media." Okay, and so I said, "Well, let's see." Uh, so I had to, because I do iTunes, I had to have a Windows 10 box, and it's a really old box. I've had it for a long time, and it runs Windows 10 and iTunes, and that's all the thing does, and it stays off most of the time. Um, but I, I felt that since I've had an Apple account since a, pretty much the very beginning of the iPod revolution, that I should, you know, that I should, you know, have a copy of all of my things from Apple. Um, so I, so it was there and, uh, I had to redo the box and it didn't like my, my windows license that I had, uh, I forget where I got, I think I got the license from work. And so I said, okay, well, I'll bite the bullet and I'll go buy the 99 Oros, uh, for the windows 10 home. And what I didn't know was that 
when you register the Microsoft key for 99 bucks and you buy it in the EU, in particularly Germany, uh, that uh, you yourself are entitled to use that uh, license uh, at any time uh, on any box, as long as it's not multiple boxes connected at the same time. Uh, and so I said, okay, well, um, so I, I got the copy of Windows on a stick. I took Mint off, put Windows 10 on, uh, installed all of my sync things. So the Google, the Dropbox. The, so this was basically to keep all of my little content together. And it's, I mean, it's only got a, a 32 gigabyte uh, internal and a, I put a, 128 gigabyte micro SD card in it, so it does keep some things there. Uh, but uh, overall, the Windows 10 experience so far has been pretty good. I have to wait a little bit when I turn it on because uh, it does all the syncing and the malware th thing and all that neat stuff. So that happens. But I didn't have any trouble with the license, and I was pretty bummed that I couldn't do Linux anymore. And so I tried the CY Gen uh, um, run Windows, uh, run Linux and Windows, and I I could never get the repo to download everything correctly. But uh, interestingly, um, uh, I went to I, I heard on a podcast that you could get Debian in the Microsoft Store, so I clicked on the Windows 10 icon on this HP stream, and I went to the Windows Store. I typed Linux. And there was a bunch of uh, Linux stuff in there. And uh, so I wanted the Debian GNU Linux. Um, and it was a 79 megabyte download uh, in the store. And then it's now it's switched. I'm going to click the launch and see what it does. And let's see. Um, the um, It says the WS optional is not enabled. Please enable it and try again. Press any key to continue don't know what that is so i have to enable the wsl component uh pause so we're back now um so what i had to do was uh, uh there's this thing called windows powershell and it's installed on the computer and um it by the way it's co a copy and paste function uh, it's a real pain in the butt uh, but the, the, uh, so I had to get this windows PowerShell and, uh, of course Ubuntu already has on ask Ubuntu exactly how to enable this WSL feature in windows. So what it is, is you have to open this PowerShell and then you have to, um, copy the command that's on ask Ubuntu about enable and you have to run it as administrator. So I had to figure out how to do that. So what you do is you press the windows key you find the PowerShell in the application section. You right-click on the Power on the the uh, uh, PowerShell thing and run as administrator. Ask you if you really want to do it. You click it. Uh, you again figure out how to paste the simple text from Ask Ubuntu into the tool. I had to use the Notepad and then put it into Notepad and then right-click because it didn't want to do it directly from the Edge browser. So. Um, then, uh, of course, it needed a reboot, so I've never really uh, redone an Audacity project before, but it seems to work really fine. So we're learning many, many things uh, doing this. And um, 
So I click the install and it says uh, uh, this may take a few minutes and now it wants uh, a Linux uh, username. Uh, so I type my, my Linux username and uh, it I typed it in, I press enter. I'm waiting for it to, um, I, um, it says, please create a Unix user account. The username does not need to match your Windows username. Okay, and uh, then it wants a password, and uh, retype the password, and password updated successfully. Um, oh, okay, so, so, uh, it's got my machine name, uh, and now I have a thing uh, on it. And let's see if out of the box I can SSH. So SSH, um, my username at sdf.lonestar.org, uh, SSH not. So I have to uh, sudo apt uh, get install uh, SSH. Uh, sudo password for JWP, unable to locate the package SSH. So let's, okay, so it's not sudo, uh, sudo app get install SSH, it's sudo app get install open SSH. So let's see, let's let's see if that'll get it in. And, and uh, again, the Debian just comes as a Windows app. Uh, so um, let's paste uh, control V, and it doesn't like that. Okay, uh, yeah, and so we have to do the sudo in front of that, and um, unable to locate package open SSH client. So I guess I gotta do some more reading about how to install. Um, uh, wait, okay, so maybe I should do sudo apt git update first. Yeah, okay, so sudo apt git update is, it goes through the stretch release, so it says debian.org, and then it's stress, stretch uh, release, and uh, it's going through the normal, looks like normal, normal Linux. I should have thought of to do the update, um, update and upgrade, uh, Immediately, I just thought it would be there out of the box. So it appears that in the moment that nothing really is there, that you get something that has apt in it. Um, and let's see, so does it have SSH? Uh, mm, no, it doesn't have SSH. So that would be the first thing that I would want. So let's let's try uh, that, sudo asset. And Sure enough, it works like a champ, and it's 10.7 megabytes. So now I have a fully working console without using any virtualization technology. So no Hyper-V, no big space, no anything at all. And I've got a full Debian stretch SSH client uh, and I'm sure I can do Emacs and VI and Nano, and I can run my con Linux console life to perfection 
I, I would guess in, in this as, and I would assume that it's only as a client. I can't do it as a, as a like set up a server, but I, I could check and see, but I'm not going to mess around and, and mess this up. It seems to be really, uh, one thing that I will do notice is that, is that it seems to be running a little, a little slower than it would natively, uh, than it would natively on uh, there, but uh, it's installing. It seems to be doing uh, quite well. Okay, so it's done. So now we can go back to the original uh, original command, which was uh, ssh to uh, uh, sdf dot lonestar dot org. Uh, you get your free shell account there. And uh, let's see, I did that, and now I'm waiting. And will it let? Will it let me? Uh, yes, please save the fingerprint and password. Okay, so I'm in. Uh, I'm in, and and uh, I, I really like that sdf.org because it lets you uh, uh, lonestar.org because it, it it lets you have that that old Alpine mail mail server mail account thing mail client like nano uh you can't do very much else there uh and they do do some um free democracy ssh tunneling so like if you live in a place that's going to repress you like china or something uh, uh sdf will let you ssh to them and point your browser tunnel your browser through there so you can read whatever news you want or facebook or twitter without uh government interference all right hey uh i hope you like this uh it was a little little strange because i sort of did it on the fly i didn't have notes or anything but uh um i'll try to i hope hope that it was helpful uh so you can it my debian linux install is text only and it looks it, it looks everything like i would get uh from uh, raspbian on a pie uh on a pie uh that i that i carry in my uh my work briefcase. All right. Hey, take care. Be safe. Uh, and if you need anything, uh, drop me a note at jwp5 at hotmail.com. Uh, thank you so much. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.